Hello and welcome to this morning's coffee, a sunrise podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Gilbert, attempting to bring you a unique blend of encouragement to fill your cup. It is so wonderful to be back. Can you feel that? Mm. I do. (laughs) Uh, We had a wonderful time last week with Devin. Um, Like I said, it is so great to be back with you. It's a lovely day here at Phoenix Studios, Nashville, Tennessee. That's not true. It's actually pretty gross outside. Um, I had flip-flops on yesterday, Seeger, and it snowed today. I had flip-flops and gym shorts. It was 65 degrees, and then it snowed today. And that is the kind of weather that I'm just not here for. But anyway, it is lovely to be here in Nashville, Tennessee at Phoenix Studios. I'd like to give a big, giant shout-out to the one, the only, Mr. Seeger Rawls. If this podcast were a bicycle, he's the wheels. <laughs> he's the chain and the wheels and the handlebars. I'm just the seat. <laughs> uh, today we're going to talk about a little idea that I had called simple math. Simple math. But first, of course, a few things. What's in the cup? What's in the cup? Uh, today I'm drinking a Buddy You're a Goat latte. Um, this is from my favorite spot in Spring Hill, the Fainting Goat. They do this really cool thing where they have themed drinks throughout the year. This is from their winter specialty menu. And uh, they always pair up their, their specialty drinks with a really cool image um, they'll have drawn up of the goat dressed as this character. In this uh, sense, it's Buddy the Elf from the movie Elf. And... Uh, Buddy, you're a goat latte. It is um, toffee and mocha. Oof. Fantastic. And it's topped off with whipped cream and Heath Bar Crunch. Um, so this morning's coffee is brought to you by the Feigning Goat in Spring Hill, Tennessee. And of course, I'm not saying they're a sponsor of this podcast. No. The coffee that I had in this cup this morning is quite literally from the Feigning Goat. So if you're in Spring Hill, Tennessee, or even if you're not, um, head on over to the Feigning Goat and have a nice cup of coffee. Um, Seeger, I did want to share with you a fun fact about coffee. It's been a while since we've done that. Um, and I came across this very interesting fact recently. Um, man by the name of Beethoven. Have you heard of him? No. Beethoven or maybe Beethoven? Beethoven? Some, uh... (laughs) Beethoven? Uh, however you pronounce that. Apparently he was some uh, famous music producer, I don't know, somewhere in the past. Yeah. Um, anyway, it says here that uh, this man, Beethoven, was an ardent coffee lover. He'd count out 60 beans per cup before making his brew. Uh, people who have studied this man theorize that he believed this to be the perfect number required for the perfect cup of coffee. And for a reference, um, the modern-day cup of coffee contains 10 beans on average. So six times the strength. (laughs) No wonder he was crazy. Um, Yeah, I found that very interesting. Maybe I'll tweet at him. I'll tweet Beethoven and see if he can confirm, or maybe if he can even come on the show. That'd be... That'd be, that'd be pretty righteous. 
Well, I, that's what I thought when I first read it, because that's one of my favorite movies. But I don't think dogs drink coffee. Um, I'll find out, though, for you. I'll, I'll Wikipedia this and report back. Um, now, of course, it's time for Word of the Day. Can you recall the words of the day that we've had? Bulkertudinous. Rigmarole. Fartle. <laughs> now, of course, I understand that word of the day has absolutely nothing to do with coffee, but uh, who doesn't like a little information with encouragement? So, uh, the word of the day today is deuteragonist. Seeger <laughs> so just said, nope. Deuteragonist. Uh, would you like to know what this means? A deuteragonist is the second person of importance to the protagonist in a drama. So you've got the protagonist and the deuteragonist, number one and two. And what actually made me laugh the most was the example of using deuteragonist in a sentence from this email. And it said, Tyler felt like he was a deuteragonist in his own life. That was the example. This thing, Tyler's not even the main character in his own life. What a slam. What a slam. All right. Uh, of course, before we get into it, how about some cheese? That's right. The return of how about some cheese. This is where I give you a cheesy, inspirational quote. You ready for it? This is pretty bad. If cauliflower can become pizza, you can do anything. <laughs> Oh, that's so bad. Oh. Have you ever had a cauliflower crust pizza? It's not terrible. I've never had cauliflower. You've never Seeger, never having had cauliflower. You know that doesn't shock me, actually. Um, very crunchy the cauliflower crust is. All right, let's get into it. Uh my thought today over this morning's coffee is pretty easy. I wanted to start this year off. Um, for myself and for everyone listening, by presenting this little idea here, simple math. Uh, this is something I'll call back to in the future, of course. Uh, but for today, when it comes to chasing down your dreams, conquering your goals, uh, maybe breaking a habit that has a little bit too much control over your life, um, or even just to improve the quality of your life by letting go of something that's holding you back. Um, what came to mind when I just listed those things there? I know something did. Everyone's got something in that category. So my thought, simple math, has to do with why we avoid or ignore the obvious when it comes to achieving those things. Um, Why do we think there is another answer than what we already know to be true? I do this, everybody does it. Um, So I wanted to call attention to that in the sense that sometimes in our lives, a limitation we face that we don't really realize is our inability or our unwillingness to read the writing on the wall. You see, when making a positive change in our life, chasing down those ambitions, um, it comes along with work. Work oftentimes puts us out of our comfort zone. Um, Too often, we try to find an alternate route that's quicker, it's easier. Or, and this is the one that really gets me, 
we pretend that a lack of results surely can't be attributed to what we aren't doing. I'm going to say that again. We pretend that a lack of results can't be attributed to what we aren't doing. And I'll tell you what I mean by this. Why, when things aren't working, do we immediately assume that it's, it can't be what we're not doing? Um, that's a form of denial. So we continue to do what's not working instead of trying just a little bit harder, getting a little bit more out of our comfort zone to do what we know will work. So the real equation is this. Simple math. One plus one equals two every time. Here's what I want you to remember. I do this. This is the result. And I feel this way. Implement that over anything. And it can go on both sides of the equation. Continuing to do things we know causes us pain and unhappiness or causes us to be stagnant. I do this. This happens. And I feel this way every time. It's as easy as that. That's the simple math equation. Believe me, I forget this all the time. Like I said in the last episode with Devin, life happens. But the more adamant we can be to remind ourselves of these things and put them into practice, the better we will be. See, everything that you would like to accomplish this year and in your life is not only possible, but it's entirely just up to you adjusting your mindset and instituting a lifestyle that reflects that desired change whatever it is. Remember, what are you doing? What is the outcome? And how does that make you feel? Simple math. We'll see you soon.